We have all the elements necessary to create a very good economy. The biggest mistake I see every time is that an entrepreneur thinks that the whole world is his, his market. You need to be much more specific, market segment per market segment. There are very, very few leaders. You have a lot of managers, very, very few leaders. So we don't talk much here, we do things. Produced by Podcast Architects. Welcome back to another episode of The Path Forward. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Rick Fernandez, and we're here at the Canon today. I have some very special guests and very excited to be here with this innovation put on by NASA. So my first guest is Willie. Now, Willie, I'm going to ask you to say your last name because I don't want to butcher it. In which language? What, Just in English. Let's start in English and then we can work our way. Say it one more time. Verbrugge. Ah, and Willie, you're, you work for SCORE. Yep. And what does SCORE do? SCORE is a nonprofit organization. We have 13,000 volunteers in the US, organized in 300 chapters. Everything we do is free and confidential. And we help every year here in Houston with 160 volunteers, between 7,000 and 8,000 companies who start up with business plans, marketing plans, cash flow projection, send to the banks or the VCs, and up they go. And we also help between 10 and 12,000 companies who are already in business to improve their bottom line, grow, expand, and even export. And why do you do it? Because that seems like a just lot to, of work. Just to give back to the community. Really? Of the 160 volunteers, 120 have run their own business, small or big. We've made more mistakes that, that the entrepreneurs will make. And <laughs> so we try to help. And you mentioned that uh, you help building some schools. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, that, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's on the side. Uh, that's okay. But uh, we are building a school in Sugarland called Siga Academy. Uh, we teach in English, French, Spanish, and Chinese. Every class has four walls. One is dedicated to every language. And uh, we use neuroscience to understand the capability of the children to, to grasp and to move rather than age. Very interesting. So you said that's a, a little a side passion, but when you think about what you're doing with SCORE, this all kind of intersects. What have you seen in the Houston market that would um, lead you to believe that it's, it's ripe for innovation, it's ripe for shaping education? If you think about uh, Houston, before the pandemic, we had four incubators here. Now we have 32 incubators. There's been an explosion of the, the innovation ecosystem around the, the city. We, have the, we are the energy capital of the world. We have the biggest medical center of the world, which is expanding by 35%. We have the, the biggest aerospace industry here in, this, in, this, in the country. And we have the biggest port in the United States. So we have all the elements necessary to create a very good economy. The last four quarters, we grew by 8%. Wow. Best, better than anybody else in the world. Why do you think it's starting to explode all of a sudden? I mean, we've had those things for quite some time. Yeah. Why now? When I came here 20 years ago, uh, in 2000, there were 5.2 million people. Now we have 7.4 million people. And people come here not for politics, not for lawyers. Come here to make money, to work and make money. It's as simple as that. So we you, don't talk much here. We do things. Uh, I like I like that attitude. So and you and I want to I want to touch on that. Um, your work with Score and, and we were talking about um, off camera. How do we get more more involvement from from schools, from universities, for this type of innovation project that NASH is here uh, hosting? How do we do that better? We we have we're already blessed in the city because we have 
32 incubators. We have uh, eight or nine colleges, universities to do programs for entrepreneurs. We have 75 competitions around town. And uh, we are involved as mentors in probably 50 of these competitions. We are judges at plenty of other competitions also. We are busy bees. Yes. There's plenty happening around town. And it's funny to see the, the progress that's been made over the last five years. So when you say incubator, for someone that may be new to that term, what do you see that as? It, it's, it's a place that takes a, an entrepreneur from the ideation phase to the definition, the planning, the strategy, and then hopefully get to the to the funding side. When you see either new startups or new innovators, where do they typically get stuck along that process? Uh, definition of their market, their market segments. They usually have a pretty good idea based on technology or on, you know, on the apps or things like that. But when it comes to reaching out to their clients, to their to the people who can pay their bills, uh, that's where they are. They need help. And wh what do you think the struggle is to, to like really understand that? I mean, I, I, great ideas come and then, all right, well, who's going to buy it and what, is, what should we sell it for? The biggest mistake I see every time is that an entrepreneur thinks that the whole world is his, is his market. And if you send a message to the whole world, you're going to have generic results. You need to be much more specific market segment per market segment because every market segment has its own channel to penetrate and its own message to convince the customer. And a lot of people don't do that fundamental work. So you say most of the time they need to narrow the scope of who their targets are. Yeah. And be much more specific. So when you build a team around that and you're mentoring, because you've, you, you've mentored these teams, what are some of the key components that you have to have as a part of that team makeup? Always five things that every entrepreneur has to have in mind. One is how he delivers his product and service in time and quality and in, and in cost. That's the operation. Second is, how do you build your team, the culture of your team, the communication, that everybody understands its role, its function, and how they, they communicate to each other. The third one is your sales and marketing. Think about a funnel. You want to make sure that there are enough opportunities at the top of the funnel. Don't focus on the bottom. Don't focus on the contracts. They will come automatically. Focus on the top. Make yourself visible, brand. The fourth one is your finances. You need absolutely to understand your finances from A to Z and use numbers to make decisions, not emotions. Hmm. And the last one, and one of the most important, you need to know where you want to be in five years or now, otherwise you'll never get there. Hmm. So, yeah. so your strategy, your long-term vision is, is important. You know, we talk a lot about vision and, and leadership and education, and a lot of times it's these, these bold words and statements, um, but hard to dial in, like, what does that look like in the practice of what we're doing? Um, do you find that too with some of the startups? Is it like they have these great visions, great bold plans, but then when you say, okay, well, how do you, what's the first best step? Is that a struggle um, with the startup companies? Yeah, there are very, very few leaders. You have a lot of managers, very, very few leaders. If you look at the C-suite in America, 25% of the people there should not be there, incompetent. 75% are status quo managers and only one or 2% are leaders. And if you find a leader, I don't care what the, the project is, they're going to be successful because he has a way, a natural way of embracing and people will follow him and do what. So going along that vein, um, you know, John Lambert, CEO of the Canon and the great things he's doing in here in the, in the city and outside the city for that matter. How are you helping 
the Canon guide some of these startups? We have meetings with John on a regular basis to think about events, uh, things that we can do together, education programs, uh, uh, business hours that we do here at the Canon on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, we, we work well together. We have the same vision, we understand. Well, he has his own objectives very clearly, uh, but we are a resource to him. Now, so NASA, they're, they're, they're having a, a pitch event, if you will, right? They've got um, some issues that they want to find solutions for. Would you hazard a guess as what those issues might be? I was trying to think about that. Last. Like, what, what are the issues that they're going to have and what are they going to be looking for solutions? Any, any idea, wild guess? Yeah, a couple of ideas. Uh, how to make life easier for people who are going to spend some time on the, on the moon. Where do they find food? Where do they find drinks? Where, how do they uh, pass their day? How do they not get bored? How do, how do they sleep correctly and things like that? There are plenty of things like that that they are facing every time. If you go to the moon for, for a week, that's okay. You, you can survive that, but you stay there for three months. It's a different story. And we've seen that in the ISS. People go there for a couple of weeks, easy. They stay there for six months or a year. It's difficult to manage. Mm -hmm. Psychologically, your body, everything, Physi yeah. physiologically, yes, yeah. yes. Um, what would you say in all your work with groups and students, startups? What are you most proud of? What would you say you're the most proud of? Uh, that basically we are helping people get smarter and better and more successful, and uh, the impact that we have is enormous. I think we there are forty thousand EINs issued in Houston every year. 40,000 news companies started. We mm -hmm. serve roughly half of that. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's wow. That's, yeah. Y'all are busy. Yeah. Busy bees, yeah. That's and we do also every month between 10 and 12 education webinars on all aspects of business. You want to learn about legal structure. You want to learn about marketing segmentation. You want to learn emergency preparedness, insurance, anything you can think of. Yeah, there's really not a lot of excuse nowadays to be uninformed yep. or be uneducated about yep. Yep. some of the particulars of There's plenty of resources around yeah. town. Yep. Yeah. Last question for you, because I'm an educator and I've got three of my own kids, right, uh, of all different ages. What's the advice that you would give for our, our K-12 students and even, even our college students? I gave a, a talk yesterday, no, two days ago here at the Canon to uh, high school students and their objective was to find an idea that they could potentially develop into something to a business and a lot of them are stuck in the traditional of their family their school and what they do on a day-to-day -day. they don't think outside the box right is that our fault as educators a little bit yeah i think the education system kills creativity in the children mm -hmm. and i see that too often that's why at SIGA we use neuroscience to help the children move much quicker through the process. So what's the advice you give them to get outside of that, to make them think, okay, I'm, obviously I've got to comply and, and fulfill the requirements, but outside of that, if I want to find a career or, or start something that I'm passionate about, how do I do that? Go and, go and visit NASA, the museum, and see different things. Go and, and visit uh, an, art, an art gallery if you're interested in, in art. Uh, open your mind to complete different things that you're not used to. The best way to learn something is to challenge yourself in domains that you don't know. That's how you learn. I think that's a great way to sum it up. 
Well, hey, Willie, I, I really appreciate you joining us on the, <laughs> on the show, and thank Welcome. you for your time. Thank I'm very you. excited. I did not know that score was that that had that much uh, of a footprint with everything that's going on in Houston. I truly appreciate that. And as a dad, uh, an educator and a dad, I'm very thankful for that. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Pleasure. <laughs> Produced by Podcast Architects.